Welcome back to Third Act Saviors, where we watch a bad movie, talk about it, and then try to fix it by changing only the third act. That's right. Not the second act or the fir- first act. That was not called the, the FERC act. Not the FERC act. <laughs> don't change the sure. FERC act. Tell your senators, don't change the FERC act. <laughs> what you need to do is go to whosmyrepresentative.com. Uh, call them. I'll send you a script. It's easy. Why aren't you calling them? Did you call them yet? FERC Act. We need it. The Families Ever Recording Kites Act. Mm. Mm. If you don't know what it is, you haven't been reading Facebook. I should be able to fly my kites without anyone recording it. (laughs) It's my Third Amendment rights. Uh, (laughs) It's okay. The end. Podcast over. That's it. Wrapped up. I'm Michael Fromm. I'm Jacob Geigendahl. I'm Daniel Kinnaman. Hey, a guest. We have it's a, a me, mom. It's my mom, Deb Geigendahl. That is correct. Yeah, I am my I'm co-host here. from the Decades podcast, of which both of you have been on. Yeah, That's true. And we hope to see you in the second season. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Time, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. I am here. I am. That I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm stealing Daniel's Popeye joke. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, now, normally we let our guests pick a movie, but it just so worked out that you and I picked the same movie at <laughs> yes. the same time. And I regret it. <laughs> oh, we all regret it. <laughs> we watched The Shack, uh, a trailer that I saw in theaters somewhere and said, I'm going to watch that with, <laughs> with the boys. And it wasn't about basketball. Nope. Not this time. <laughs> there's no cue in The Shack. Yeah, there's no Shack Foo. There's no Shack attacks. There's no Kazam. Not a, not a little bit. Not even well, a Well, that's a little Kazam. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's some mild Kazam. I mean, I mean, there's a little Kazam in every movie, really. <laughs> uh, and my mom read the book, right? You read the whole book from yeah, start to finish? I read the whole book to about halfway through. Real page turner. <laughs> and then I couldn't read it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of that. <laughs> and you told me that uh, my... My grandmother. Yes, even Jacob's Christian grandmother couldn't read that. Loves Christian books. Uh, Well, actually, you've got two Christian grandmothers. I guess that's true. The Uh, one who reads more books. One's an Episcopalian, one's more of an evangelistic. Yeah. More More shacky. No, no. No, Not even that. Come on. She's going to hear this and be mad. None of those things. But anyway, Granny couldn't read it all the way. No, she couldn't read it. For the same reason. Well, not the same. I just got bored. I could have read it to the end if it hadn't been so boring. (laughs) Uh, But uh, Granny did not like the racism. Oh, yeah. Sure. The mild racism, I'm going to say. I think that's on the back of the back of the movie box, if yeah. you pick it up. Racism mild, it says, says New York Times. It says, racism, it says racism colon mild, and then at the top it says, I could have gotten through it if it weren't so boring. <laughs> Raves the Washington Post. I want to say two things about, one thing about the book, one thing about the movie. Yeah. The book. It was written by a man. His friends really liked it. They wanted him to get it published. No publishers would buy it. They self-published it. They spent $200, and it eventually became a New York Times bestseller. Wowee! And that's why they made a movie out of it. Uh, The movie got like 85% audience-like, 11% critic-like. Mm-hmm. I mean, Which apparently it made, you were saying, about three times. Three times its money it back. But which it is cost very much. Now, I used to go to a youth group back in my church going days. Oh, <laughs> uh, Daniel, I was in Awanas. Did you have that? What is that? I've it's heard of that. Like, it's like a Cub Scouts, but like for 
more Christian. Oh. It's like I went to Cub Scouts, and instead of learning how to tie knots, I learned the books of the Bible. Oh, rather than the thin veil of secularity that Boy yeah, Scouts yeah, use. Yeah, I did, I did not learn anything about outdoorsy things. We just played, like, gym dodgeball. And also, <laughs> that sounds fun. And and also accepted Jesus uh, as our personal Lord. Did you make little things with cotton balls? And probably. <laughs> I think this was like a Wednesday night in the mm, local no. local high school's gymnasium. That, so I was going to ask Daniel: Did the youth group you go to is that the same one I visited yes. once or twice? Yeah, with the youth group leader who liked to run over crows in his car. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys all went to Sunday school. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, I went to summer camp. Did, I you went to, to, did you go to church? Did you go to Jesus camp? We I didn't, did. We, we didn't bring, take you to church. What are you talking about? When I stayed with Grandma well, Katz, sure, Grandma took you to <laughs> Yeah, I went to some church camps. My point was going to be, Jacob probably knows the least about the Bible. I don't know if that's true. I used to know it, but then I tried to drink it all away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly su- was successful. Well, so I think that this movie has a bazillion ticket sales because it's one of those movies where you get the youth pastor being like, a greatest, greatest conversion tool ever made. Mm-hmm. Bring your mm-hmm. friends, bring your family, bring everyone. I got the same speech when Passion of the Christ came out. Yeah. I, like, sure I, I think I saw that with that. you. I didn't ever see it. Oh, no. I saw it with my with some other friends, yeah. mutual friends of ours. Yeah. Daniel, Jesus dies. It's very bad. Spoilers. <laughs> Did you see The Passion of the Christ, Mom? I did not see The Passion of the Christ. You wouldn't like it. I know, I wouldn't. (laughs) It's very gory. Would you rather watch The Passion of the Christ or The Shack? Passion of the Christ. It's probably more exciting. It's very exciting. It's very gory. Yeah. Is there not a third option? Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Oh, that Jesus one. Christ Superstar, 100%. Godspell, maybe? <laughs> Slowly drowned, electrocuted, or chocolate chips. <laughs> I think, honestly, the question for me, Jesus, I'm sorry, Passion of the Christ and or The Shack would really come down to that 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 big old minute number. Which, oh, one, yeah. which one is 10 minutes less than the other? That's oh, the one Passion I'll watch. Oh, Passion of the Christ is really long, isn't it? I bet it's just We know as long. that the shack is really long. Yeah. I Two thought this hours was gonna, and 12 minutes. I thought it was going to be a burner. I thought no. we were going to be done quick. Yeah, me too. Nope. They didn't They didn't have a lot to do. Well, what happened in this movie? This starts off with a voiceover being... Oh, uh, so many voiceovers. <laughs> now, who would believe that a man spent a week with God in a shack, no less? <laughs> That's, that is how the book starts, by the way. Oh, really? The prologue of the book is uh, the, the person who's about to write the book talking about his friend Mac, and his childhood. So we saw that in the movie. They show his childhood briefly. He has a father who beats him and is an alcoholic. He goes to church and he confesses that his father beats him and then his father beats him a whole bunch more. In the rain with a belt. In the book, it was actually a lot worse. He like tied him up for two days and beat him. No. Uh, So then he gets free and decides to run away. But before running away, poisons his father with strychnine. (laughs) Puts strychnine in all his liquor bottles. Pours into his bourbon. Yes, and apparently he dies. That wasn't clear in the book, but it must have been made clear after the halfway point where I stopped (laughs) reading it. Wait, you gave up like a coward. (laughs) I did give up like a coward. You're like Michael reading the BFG. Uh, Oh, yeah. I'd only read half the BFG. (laughs) (laughs) What's strange is that the movie never addresses this murder, really. Not really. Yeah, it's weird that this child murdered his father and just got away with it. Well, he runs away. In the book, he then immediately leaves and goes, you know, he travels around the world. They didn't oh, show any what? of that. Yeah, he travels around the world. 
uh, solving crimes, and, <laughs> and then eventually meets the love of his life, Nan, and you know they get married and have kids. In the movie, at least, the fact that he murdered his dad not only is like not really resolved, but it also has no impact on the plot. Yeah. He's mad at his dad because his dad beats him. That's because it's and a that's bad it. movie. That's not- <laughs> <laughs> they don't go anywhere with that. Like I think there's supposed to be this undertone of like his dad suffocated all the love in his life and that's what made him drink and beat them and if he's not careful he's gonna end up being the same but they yeah but he doesn't have to really... murder his dad for that that, sure. that message comes across pretty clear he could have just ran away and the movie would be the exact same yeah and less confusing because he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Pastor. I couldn't stop my dad from beating my mom. And like, then I did. Well, but then he's, you never see him being like, I'm sorry for killing. <laughs> no, he's never remorseful for killing his dad. He And he's he, never blamed for it. No, there's no, no result. Yeah, there's, by God herself is just like, eh, yeah. Gotta do what you gotta hey, do. Yeah, that, makes, top. that makes perfect sense. In fact, I almost encouraged you. Remember that time when I gave you an apple pie and said your dad shouldn't be like this? And then yeah. you killed him and it was fine. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, the message of this movie is very weird. Uh, it's yeah. all messed up. So he kills his dad. He uh, then eventually has a family of his own. They go to church, but he's not really, he seems a little unsettled in church. Yeah, he don't care. His pastor no. let his dad beat him. Well, I mean, to be fair, God was like, talk to God, it'll solve your shit. And then it got him beat all night long. <laughs> Did not help at all. <laughs> yeah. So then it kind of jumps ahead to, okay, so there's, there's a lot of time so travel in there. We talked about the, there's two shack time periods. Yes. There's There's the one shack time period where at the beginning of the movie, they don't. Yes. They have kept it all. That you don't know that there are two time check periods. Yeah. yeah. When he goes out to the mailbox, you don't know what oh, the letter right. means because you don't know about some stuff that happens in the movie later. But in the in his timeline earlier. They should have called this movie Back to the Shack. Back to the Shack, and then back again, and then the back Lake to the shack. shack. Right. So he goes out to his mailbox, he finds a letter, the letter says, does it say come to the shack? Yeah. And yeah. It's, From it, Papa. It says, sign Papa. I miss you, come to the shack, we can work things out. Sign Papa. And what was really clear in the in the book was that Papa is God, but they made it, they did not make that clear in the movie uh, uh, at this point. I think we were talking over it because there is <laughs> yeah. a, well, oh, well, so it, it shows his flashback as a kid, flash forward to him looking sad and he gets this letter and then flash back to him in to church in looking between, bored. To in between the <laughs> present day and the previous flashback is a middle flashback. Yeah. <laughs> a flash middle. Uh, and then his daughter's like, blah, 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 Papa, Papa, Papa. Tell me about the church. Indian princess. Yeah. But it is his his wife who calls God Papa, and they never make that clear in the movie. That's where oh. that comes from. She's the she has no, a close relationship sense. to God, so close that she calls him Papa. You, and that's why he knows that Papa is God when he gets the letter in the mailbox. And then Please. he falls down and hits his head. Call and- me by my first name, Elohim. <laughs> Elohim Papa. <laughs> So he gets the letter, he falls down on the ice, he hits his head, he falls asleep for a while, and then he remembers, and while he is conked out from that... Yeah, it does the little Wayne's roll. Then he recalls the kidnapping of his daughter. So he takes his three children camping. For some reason, his wife stays at home. Yes. Is it ever explained? No. She does not like camping. She needs to work on (laughs) her novel. She's having an affair. So they go camping, they meet a couple... 
his kids go canoeing. His daughter goes. To, <laughs> does, her daughter lifts, watch me flip this shit. <laughs> does the thing with the oar overhead. The the canoe flips over. The little boy. His son gets trapped. He runs out to save him. <laughs> it's, boy, very, yeah. it's very Baywatch. It's slow motion. He's got the pontoon behind him. <laughs> yeah, he runs out in his little uh, speedo. Somehow he gets his he, he like gets his sandals off while running down the dock. <laughs> I noticed that. I was like, yeah. you gotta swim in those sandals. Nope. And they fly off behind while him. your son is drowning. You can't leave the sandals on. No, well, I mean it would make his swim slower, right? You got to get yeah. that extra speed All boost. Drag. Well, also later in the movie, he takes his boots off to walk on water. So. Oh yeah, sure. he's <laughs> very leather. Conscious. Does not like his shoes to get wet. Apparently, <laughs> no. I feel like diving into the water to save your kid is a fatherly rite of passage. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny watching this that that's his. Two older children. So they're both teenagers, maybe? Mm-hmm. Young teens. Yeah, preteens. And She's the, like Hannah Montana age. She's the, got the best of both worlds. And basically the daughter stands up in the boat with the oar overhead and it flips. And the boy is knocked unconscious by this. Yeah. And also trapped under the boat. And also gets trapped under the boat. <laughs> like, what, how did that happen? What What are the mechanics of getting knocked out from falling in the water? So here's what I'll say. She yeah. has the oar lifted overhead and she's like, dad, 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 look at me. <laughs> then she falls or falls on kid's or? head, cracks his skull, the oar over her head. <laughs> we'll crack or, we'll crack you think so? Yeah. Back into the left. Back also, into the were left. They, wear, they were were they wearing life jackets? They were they wearing were life jackets. Wearing his life jackets. pops off as he gets knocked unconscious his and gets trapped. That's his doesn't pop off. Jacket. His gets tangled up in the boat. Oh, yeah. classic. So he was unconscious and his little blackie strap was tangled in the boat. Mm. So anyway, Stupid. while that's happening. The little girl, the littlest child. Did we say there were three? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Missy. Child, Josh Missy. and Yuck. Nan and Missy. No, Nan's the one. Oh. Kate. Josh and Kate and Missy. <laughs> Missy gets kidnapped. You get some weird names in this we're, family. We're skipping over Missy's adorable questions about oh, God. I, oh, yeah. I forgot, I forgot Multnomah Falls. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. A, <laughs> on their way to camping, they stop at Multnomah Falls, and her dad tells her a story of an Indian princess who sacrifices herself to save her tribe from... A sickness. Wow, and, makes you think. And a, a healing wave goes over the spirit, or the the village when she kills herself. Yeah, yes. it's just it's a healing, as a, a trail of healing. <laughs> yeah, yes. So uh, that that night, or whenever they're camping, uh, Missy has her dad come. Oh, it's when he's kissing them all goodnight or whatever. <laughs> Here she, you go, teenage son. And she says, <laughs> she says, no, and he gives a teddy bear to his teenage daughter. Yeah. Uh, and then his littlest daughter, who's maybe seven, I think. Six or yeah, seven years that's, old, about right. that's about right. She says, daddy, will I ever have to throw myself off a cliff for God? Basically. He's like, I don't have the answer to that. His no, response, that's not what he said. His response is the best, because it's like, no, go to bed. It's like, <laughs> you will never have to throw yourself off a cliff. Do you hear me? Never. <laughs> Ask your mother. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know this God crap. Get out of my face. She also asks why God is so mean sometimes. She's like, why is God mean? Like, God's not mean, whatever. And she says, well, but everyone dies and is sad. And he's like, huh. Never thought of it that way. <laughs> this has never come up in my life of child abuse. <laughs> really? And, really? and at one time when I killed my dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. God is fine. I mean. <laughs> really hitting it out of the park there, Missy. Hmm. My whole faith is shaken. But it's okay because she gets kidnapped and murdered. Because she gets kidnapped, uh, they quickly... There's a very quick sequence of events with the police yeah. where they identify that it's a serial killer. In hey, the- 
in that scene where his daughter first disappears and he goes and gets his friend and they're like, my daughters are missing too. Nope, here they are. Yeah. What was the point of that? Because it happened in the book. Oh, is it just like, hey, prank you, audience. Uh, also, why the fuck was that couple even in the movie? They didn't do Jack. They were like, you're, we got kids. Me too. Anyway, hope yours doesn't get kidnapped. See you never again. Bye. Goodbye. I think this movie just likes exploring the relationship between dads. <laughs> like, you got kids? Yep, I got them too. Neat. What? You want a Miller Lite? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah, we should also discuss the mechanics of whoever st- stole Missy stealing Missy. Yeah, that because, is complicated. So they're at a campsite, which is about... A hundred feet from the shore of the lake. Like, yeah. not far. Really right, not far. Right yeah, there on the lake. Got, they've got very good car camping property. they got great real estate. They are on the lake. And it's like a campsite filled with a hundred people. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people there. They're camping basically in a parking lot, it seems like, too. <laughs> yeah, they're doing, uh, you know, not too far off the interstate car camping. I've done it. Well, it's yeah. like Port Angeles, where there's, like, some grass, and then you walk down a few feet, and you're at the beach. Yeah. There you are. You're, you pull up your car, you kick the cooler out, throw the tent in the corner, and start getting drunk. I've done it. Their car was a tent, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah it just pop pops up. open. Those things are expensive. Yeah, they look cool. Well, cool he's got there. some sort of... Blue collar job, but I guess he wears a lot of flannels. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. What is his job? Yeah, what is his job? Well, any job that you might have, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of the secrets in their eyes, where he's turns out he's the security guard at a baseball stadium. <laughs> yeah. Right? Was that it? Yeah. Isn't that uh, unbreakable? Also that. <laughs> All right. I just want to let everyone know right now. I'm at firstpeople.us, the website. Okay. Which I believe might be a legitimate Native American, like, missing legends website. Mm-hmm. That fucking Moldom of False story is legit. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, that's bullshit. Yeah, get out of here. Uh, which I feel especially bad about not knowing because I grew up right there. Yeah. I've been to Moldom of Falls well, several times. one thing they left out of the story was that it, she was actually betrothed to a, a handsome native from another tribe oh. and they were supposed to get married which made it more tragic that she killed herself somehow. Uh, okay missy would have really dug maybe, into that maybe well, she didn't want to get married and was like yeah i'll kill myself this seems like a better <gasps> maybe she didn't kill herself at all but faked her own death in order to get out of this arranged marriage and mm. god couldn't tell so he went and healed them anyway <laughs> it's true <laughs> well they couldn't tell so god healed them anyway i was asleep what happened oh you're good <laughs> oh no uh, yeah, so there's about a hundred people at this campsite. He is briefly off the shore. Yeah. And his daughter is, I guess, taken and dragged into the woods? Yeah. Put in the back of a car? I can tell you what happens in the book. Do they describe how that's supposed to go yeah, down? Yeah, apparently somebody, this, this serial killer, the little lady killer? Is they that don't, right? I don't think they say it in the movie, they though. They do not. Um, he stalks. He he see he sees a child that he wants. They typically are wearing a red dress. They look like Missy. I'm making a grossed like, out face. He probably ah. saw them a few days before and had been stalking them. So this the, this writer thought about writing a crime novel first. Right. There was a little bit. It was not entirely unlikely the way that it was written in the book. The way that it happens in the movie is like just some Yoink. random guy. <laughs> 
We have no explanation for how he knew she was there, why he was there. Nobody says anything, yeah. as I guess he just runs up and grabs her and runs for it. Grabs a child and runs away in broad daylight. Yeah. And also... And it, surrounded like, by people. In yeah. the middle of nowhere. I guess he must have driven away or something, because the way movie implies it, it's like the shack is just out in the middle of the woods. So it'd be like, grabs a little girl, runs <laughs> out run. of the around in a <laughs> random direction. Uh, uh, he leaves his calling card... Which ah. is a ladybug pin, a little pin that you could stick in your lapel with a ladybug on it. Does he buy those in gross so he's got enough for every murder? In the book. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh, yes. this is a very... What? <laughs> he, he had them special made. He, they have the number of dots of the of the number of victims that he is... Oh, he's a Batman villain. <laughs> yeah. This so. is really like... like a pretty well thought out serial killer like yeah. piece of fiction it seems like this was a would have made the movie better if they had used some of those details if they yeah if this movie had been not so much about god and more about like maybe a young a serial killer up and coming fbi agent has to yeah. solve the crime with help of another serial killer but like the but like the actual person who solves the crime is like a weird like small town reporter just becomes obsessed with it played by Jake Gyllenhaal oh yeah 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 and then Robert Downey Jr's in it for some reason <laughs> why not uh oof okay Serial killer explained. <laughs> the daughter has been kidnapped by the ladybug yeah. or whatever. <laughs> oh, sorry to keep pausing, but I love how the cops bring this up because oh yeah, like th- the cops roll up to the campsite, get out of their cars, in look about, around, and uh, about a thousand cars. Yeah, yeah just uh, all the cops show up all at once. They look around. They're like, "Your daughter's missing, huh?" They do zero investigation work, and they say, "A bunch of dogs show up." <laughs> yeah, they they say to Sam Worthington, "Well." There is a guy that kidnaps and murders little girls like your daughter. So that's a thing. <laughs> and he's like, do you think that's what happened to my daughter? And the guy's like, could be. <laughs> ah, anything's possible. There's all sorts of criminals. Anything could have happened. Uh, and then they immediately find the daughter's... They don't find the daughter. They find... No. They, there's, there's like a scene of a helicopter and then they go to the shack and they take him there, right? Yeah, they're like, hey, look in this, look in this murder victim's house. If your daughter was murdered here, can you, can you come in here and look at this stuff and confirm that? Well, that's the assumption. There's zero dialogue. They just fly him there and then he silently walks into this murder, into the murder Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah, it's literally the end of Friday the 13th. We're going to walk in and we're going to be all like, we're going to see Jason. And then it turns out to be the actual killer. No spoilers for Friday the 13th part yeah. one, everyone. Yeah. Uh, so for some reason, the police take him, the, the FBI take him to this shack and say, here, look at this, your daughter's bloody dress. It is Hope pretty. Hope you feel better now. <laughs> it is. We've unsolved the crime. <laughs> it is pretty standard police procedure to be like, hey, family member, do you want to see something very traumatic? <laughs> also, we didn't catch him. Bye! <laughs> and we never win. He's still at large. Goodbye. Uh, but it's all okay, because then he wakes up from his flashback. Yes, oh, yeah. he's, that's, yeah, he wakes up from having fallen and hit his head on his driveway. Mm-hmm. And he goes into the house, and he's got a bloody uh, wound on his head, and then his family comes home. Well, he's got to confront his neighbor, who he initially thinks is to blame. I think, didn't his family come home before that? No, no. he goes straight to, straight to country music yeah. legend, Tim McGraw. He stomps over to Tim McGraw's house and shows him the letter. You wrote this, you asshole! <laughs> Tim McGraw's house. No, I didn't. Yeah. Who Either else? you wrote it or God did. <laughs> <laughs> Who else would have known about Papa? Only you and God and probably all of our other family friends. 
but he he has ironclad evidence that God did it, which is that there's no footprints in the snow leading up to his mailbox. Well, it's because God was carrying him. Yeah. Carrying Tim McGraw to the mailbox. <laughs> Tim McGraw. <laughs> there is a scene in the movie where he has a dream where he's flying, so maybe he flew uh, uh, I mean, God could maybe fly. Can God walk on the top of snow like uh, Legolas from yeah. Lord of the Rings? Yeah. <laughs> sure, why not? Um, in my Bible, according to Tolkien... He tells Tim McGraw, God must have written this letter, and Tim McGraw's like, nah, and then he goes back home. And then he asks to, to borrow Tim McGraw's truck so he can go to the shack. Yeah, yeah. confront whoever wrote this note. Oh, and I should have, um, it should have been made clear that the shack where his daughter was killed is the shack. I mean, it's the shack, but not the shack, the shack. It's sort of the shack. There's two shacks. There's lots of shacks. <laughs> I think they're in the same location, but one's in the upside down. Mm. <laughs> but the upside down's real nice. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's the downside up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like a flea walking on a rope, and every possible angle you walk at is a different upside down. Listen, that's right. the shack is a flat circle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, we forgot to mention his daughter. Kate. Kate. Is all sad. Is sad. sad. And they don't like each other because she's sad. You don't want to talk to him. She did do the thing with the oar and it mm-hmm. made her feel bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she knocked her brother out with it. That's and the then only she thing started that wearing do. black after that and listening to things on her iPod. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is she listening to, jerk. Daniel? Marilyn Manson. <laughs> oh. Orgy. Oh. Corn. Corn. Dead Z. Lincoln Park. Disturbed. MXPX. Slipknot. Uh, Blink 182. <laughs> Some 41. Green Day. The Backstreet Boys. Beethoven? And <laughs> The soundtrack to You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. <laughs> but the sad one. Uh, whale noises. <laughs> but like, just really nice meditative things in the morning to really start her day out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's the daughter from Face Off, and we're on to the rest of the movie. Latter day sting. <laughs> uh, he tells Tim McGraw that, like, hey, let's lo- let help me go to the shack and confront this. They eat some serial killer. Yeah, they yeah. eat some sandwiches yeah. and some fries. Snack break. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they go to like a Denny's, but like a Mountain Debbie. <laughs> Mountain, Mountain Debbie's. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Debbie's my favorite snack cake. Little Mountain Debbie's. <laughs> Uh, and they get like club sandwiches and fries. Mm. And I seem to recall that you wanted a club sandwich. I do love a nice club. It's good. It really takes the edge off your daughter being murdered by a serial killer. <laughs> My poor daughter. Well, there's bacon on this. Oh, <laughs> Three types of meat. I guess just two. <laughs> you can have bacon. Can I make this a California club? A little avocado would be real good on this. Uh, but oh no, he got he pranked his neighbor. He stole his neighbor's truck and gun by telling him to <laughs> go get the go fishing get the fishing tackle. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> oh yeah, the give me your keys. The neighbor's like, you know, hunting down the sil- serial killer won't bring you any peace. Well, you've convinced me. I'll come with you, and here's my gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave it in the car with the keys while I go inside your garage. Also, why the gun did nothing? It had no point in the movie. It gave him a way of potentially killing himself if he yeah. wanted to. I guess, I guess he could have, like rolled down the mountain or something. When you redo your ending, you can have him use that gun. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So he drives forever. He stops at Multnomah Falls and. Does looks he? he does stop I he drives why. past it and looks all sad at it oh. uh, and then he goes to the shack which is all snowy 
He goes in. It's a there's a blood stain still there, yes, and he gets really sad. The blood stain <laughs> throws all yeah. the chairs around, and yeah. then he considers killing himself. He pulls in Orson Welles and Citizen Kane <laughs> and smashes the hell out of that room. <laughs> yeah, does he fall asleep? No, he goes no. out. He, he walks he, out. No, he, he yells on the ground. Oh, right. And oh, there's a deer. deer. Yeah. Oh, the deer. That's right. I made a bunch of jokes about the deer. <laughs> yeah. Deer peeks his head in. And it's like, sup? You gonna kill yourself? Yeah. You got a salt lick in there? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, he goes out, and then he sees a mysterious figure coming towards him. Carrying so a bunch of And wood. he's about to shoot that guy. Yeah, let me get him. But it's not... Well, we don't know who it is, but the guy says, Come on, Mac, it's time to hang out in the shack with me. Follow me. You must be cold. Follow your nose. <laughs> Uh, all his surroundings start turning all beautiful and summery, whereas before they were cold and wintry. He pulls a total Harry Potter, looking amazed by mundane things. Yeah. Oh, sun. Oh, there's a bunch of ferns. Oh, <laughs> what of flowers. Well, I mean, it was winter time. It's not. Hey, it was only winter time when he got to the shack. It was like it was sunny when he was driving there. Yeah, that's true. They were getting ready to fish. Well, the shack is probably like on Mount Hood somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oregon has lots of microclimates. That's right. <laughs> Anywho, it's a different shack. It's a nice one. Yeah, it's a nice shack, but it's very badly decorated. Yeah, it's gross. it's on a lake. <laughs> it has some flowers. There's a weird stuffed mermaid in it. <laughs> it's, it's full of shit that a nice Airbnb would be full of. Where you oh. walk in and you're like, this is nice, but ooh, look at the stuff on the walls. <laughs> yeah, it is super an Airbnb that you ran into that someone has decorated with $100 they spent at their Goodwill. Yep. Yeah, it's got a real bed and breakfast, but like run by a grandma vibe to it. Um, but hey, there's a bunch of cool people for him to hang out. Three cool people. Yeah. Three cool people, including the guy who's walking through the woods, who immediately spill the beans that they are, uh, the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Personifications thereof. Oh, and who is God? God is Octavia Spencer. Blank. Papa! (laughs) A.K.A. Papa. Uh, then you've got Jesus Christ. Yep. (laughs) Um, and Saraya. Sarayu. Sarayu. Yes. And, uh... Which means some kind of wind. Yes. Yeah, like, by on the, the breath of the wind. Yes. By the breath of the wild. She says, my name's Sarayu, and okay. Max, like, what? Sarah? He's like, no, Sarayu. He's like, whatever. <laughs> that sounds like a name that's not American. I don't like let me, it. Let me talk to Papa. <laughs> So begins the lecture portion of this movie. The the major portion. Act two begins. This is where Max handed his workbook. And they're like, (laughs) make sure you keep this on you. Because we like to just incorporate all of our uh, lectures into just everyday life. So just make sure. He's visited by three ghosts. First comes Papa, who makes some bread and tells... They're making a pie. Oh, are they making a pie? They're making a pie. They never eat a pie, do they? Just like the pie that she made... At the As beginning he was a child. of the movie. Oh. Yeah. They're making a pie and really like working that dough out, really get mm-hmm. some aggression out. But you don't want to work a pie dough too much. Not really. No. Mm. You, more like a phyllo dough. You want to really work that one. And I've been watching a great great British baby. <laughs> we, we all have, except <laughs> one of us. I watched a few apps. <gasps> And then I had to play Zelda on the plane while Cat watched the rest of the apps. Yeah. And now I'm not caught up. So oh, Daniel, you're behind. You let Cat outpace you? I've got to catch up. Yep. How will you learn to make a tiramisu? Uh, that's okay. Hold on. Did you see the episode where they made those little nuns? 
No. Yes. I really want to make those little nuts. I've seen all of them. Okay. I love it. I learned a lot about the types of cakes in Britain. Sponge Some is a big one. Some of them are not good. Yeah, the There's one with lot the cherries of... look gross. <laughs> oh, man, the fourth episode of Mystery Science Theater, the Netflix series, they make a whole lot of baked Alaska jokes. Oh, they do? Yeah, which I made me... Uh, okay, cool. What's baked Alaska? <laughs> it's a weird-ass looking fucking cake, Daniel. It's, yeah, it's a like... layer of cake and some ice cream with a meringue over it, and then you put the meringue in the oven... You have to freeze the ice cream really freezy. <laughs> yeah. You put the meringue in the oven so it gets toasty, and then you eat that. That sounds pretty good. I mean, yeah, the, I mean it's like they this huge It's a big thing. Pound. And they look fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And these one, this, I mean, these look really nice. Oh. The ones in the movie. The ones in the movie are all like nice. 70s green, pistachio Listeners, green. I'm, I'm looking at some wonderful mounded cakes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what happened? Let's try and synop- this movie. I'm gonna try and synopsize what each of the ghosts tell him. Oh, yeah. I hate this part. Uh, Papa basically he confronts Papa and says, "If you're God and my daughter died, then you stink." And <laughs> no, that's right. Why you know why would you let this happen? And she's like, "Everything happens for a reason. You just don't get it." And he's like, "But." It's really bad. And she goes, yeah, but actually bad things are good when you think about it. Wait, I have a question, though. <laughs> if they are the Trinity, the Holy Trinity, which means they're this, they're all one, right? How come he's only mad at one of the three? Maybe he gets it all out on the first go. At, he's not mad at Jesus. He's not mad at the Holy Spirit. No. He's only mad at Papa. His simple mind can't handle this very clearly because he they're like, yeah. we're all the same person. It's like, wait a second, but there's three people standing in front of me. Your name's silly. He just can't handle the non-Euclidean physics. Of <laughs> yes. Whatever, whatever realm these horrible monsters came from. <laughs> Yeah, and she basically, Papa basically says, everything bad is actually good if you knew what was up. Including Neil Young. Including, she loves reggae and Neil Young. Um, And he confronts her about all the bad things that happen in life and about his daughter's death. And she's like, yeah, but actually it was good. Yeah. It was actually fine. You just got to deal with it, son. Then he goes and looks at stars with Jesus. Yeah, he gets along with Jesus. He's cool. They're cool. Yeah. Well, it's because Jesus is actually human, and so we relate to him better. Oh. Is what Jesus says. That's made very clear in the, yeah. mm-hmm. in the book. Jeezy Creasy. He's all like... Living squeezy. He's like, Jeezy Creasy, easy peasy, living breezy, measy, measy, jeezy. Uh, Classic Jesus catchphrase. <laughs> then, let's see. He There's some gardening? He has the gardening next? I think he I goes think. in order. He talks to Papa. Papa. He talks to... Jeebus, and they look at some stars, and then he goes to the garden, and I guess he digs a hole. He yeah. digs a hole. Yeah, this is where Sarayu. Yes. Did I say it right? I think yes. so. Uh, is like, you gotta come just check out this garden. He's gonna leave. He's like, F you guys, I'm out. And Sarayu's like, I mean, you can do that, or you can come garden with me. And he's like, Gardening, yay! He's like, I do like working with my hands. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Feet don't fail me now. There's a lot of, like, uh. them being like, oh, good, I hear you. Hey, do you want to help me with something? And then while they he helps them with whatever dumb task they have him do, they're like, let me tell you a little something about the universe. <laughs> Takes him a long time to, like, wrap his head around it. I'm not sure exactly what they're trying to say. I don't know what they're trying to say, and I saw the movie. He digs a hole, and he's like, "There's," she says, there's this poison root, don't touch it. But if you touch this poison root, 
to this beautiful flower, it makes an antidote. Lily yeah. of the Valley was the flower. Your flower, according to you, during <laughs> this moment. flower. Well, there's, <laughs> all, there's also this metaphor in the gardening of like, it is beautiful, isn't it? Here's a here's a scythe. Let's cut out all the bad stuff now. Or cut, or, even the good stuff you cut down so you can replant something new. <gasps> yeah. And oh. so they start like reaping what they've sown. Uh, and in the process, we, we pan out of this garden. And it's a garden that is not uh, tailored like one of these British yeah, gardens. Not landscaped. No, it is definitely wild and free and always in process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And it makes you think. It makes you think. It, it makes, makes you think. think. Mm. Yeah, just like you, Jacob. Yeah. yeah, you make me think. Whatever is bad is actually good, guys, bros. I'm trying to think of how God actually says that, but it's pretty much that. Like, <laughs> uh, he's like, "Aren't you wrathful?" And God's like, "No." <laughs> End of story. <laughs> I am not. Yeah. Uh, but then we, we yeah we pan out of the garden, and it's like a funny shape. Mm-hmm. It's like a funny, like, geometry shape. And yeah. in the book, they say it's a mandala. And right in the center of it is the big hole he's dug, and I'm like, that's a grave! <laughs> <laughs> Michael, you've got to be kidding me. This isn't a grave. What could that be for? Yeah, they're just going to plant a tree yeah. or, I don't a know. A big what. square tree. <laughs> at, at some point during all of this, everyone goes night-night. <laughs> yeah. Everyone goes to bed. Good night. And then he has a bad dream. He has a dream where he flies around and sees his daughter getting carted off. And then he crashes. Yes, yeah. he crashes into the ground, gets all dirty. Yeah. Uh, then he wakes up, and Papa's back making breakfast. Hey, have have some breakfast with me. Eggs and bacon? Wow, it took a long time to get to breakfast. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the lectures continue! <laughs> we have round two of all this bullshit. This is the one where he gives her, hey, aren't you wrathful? And she goes, no. Yeah. And if you look at your itinerary now, it looks like Jesus has you down by the lake. Uh, <laughs> do you want to go check out? His- <laughs> you want to look at your camper schedule? Let's see. You're in green group. Yeah. Going to go row boats with Jesus, and then you'll come back for lunch. Yeah, Jesus. He meets with Jesus, and Jesus is like, I'm, I'm working on something pretty cool in my wood shop over there, but we won't look at that yet. Hey, let's go for a walk. Actually, you go first. Paddle out into the middle of the lake. And he's wait, like, wait, yeah, this is the part where Jesus walks on water. Yeah. yeah. But I like that Jesus sets him up so that he can walk on water. He's oh, yeah. Like, Jesus has been holding that in his back pocket the whole fucking time. <laughs> he wants to bust that party trick out so bad. It does not impress the other two members of the Trinity. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, I got one here. Why don't you, why don't you paddle out into that lake? I'll catch up. But yeah. Jesus, how are we going to meet in the middle of the lake? Should we get the boat together? <laughs> no, 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 I'll get there, man. I got another boat. <laughs> hey, pick a card while you're there. <laughs> That's my card! <laughs> he, uh, he paddles out to the middle of the the lake, but, oh no, his boat springs a le- leak and oil shoots into it, and then there's oil all around his boat. And it gets all over his hand in some kind of CGI way? Yeah, <laughs> he leans over the side and sees his son again, like from that one uh, time that he was drowning. Oh, and he no, it's his son. Son. Yeah, because yeah, it's when he saved him in that earlier one. And then he reached his hand down in and it comes back up and he's like Norman Reed- Reedus from the video game Death Stranding. Yeah. It's all goo covered. And then you hear Jesus' voiceover going like, "Don't. this is all in your head. Don't think about it. Just think about me and you'll be okay. Keep Look your eyes on me. Look at yeah. Jeezy. And then there was a lot of comments from the audience about suppressing your feelings and thinking about Jesus and not worrying about how you feel or how, how sad you are. Just don't think about that. Focus on Jesus. 
And then it works. Well, good. And then the boat's fixed and he's floating again. Jesus walks on water! <laughs> hey, buddy! <laughs> Uh, but he's not the only one. Yeah, he's like... Why don't you get out of that boat, Mackenzie? <laughs> but my feet sink when I go out of boat. <laughs> not this time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I can't get out of the boat. Uh, he takes his shoes off, his boots off, even though Jesus is wearing shoes. Right. For some reason, he takes his shoes off. <laughs> I don't want to get my shoes wet. Just like earlier in the movie when he took his sandals off, when he yeah. had to save, he has to take... He doesn't like to get his shoes wet. <laughs> I nice mean, shoes. And to be <laughs> fair, then your shoes are wet all day. Mm-hmm. And, you're just like, and he's got a lot of hiking ahead of him. It's well, true. Because oh, yeah. later he stands under a waterfall and then he's completely dry minutes later. Oh, it made so. Daniel so mad. Yeah. <laughs> well, that scene is next. Uh, they get back on the shore and Jesus says, well, why don't you go walk up that hill? You're going to need courage or whatever. <laughs> Jesus says something foreboding. <laughs> he, says, he says, walk up that hill till you can't walk any further. And then keep going. Oh, yeah. Michael says this is where he's going to fight Darth Vader. And he kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes into, uh, he uh, encounters a stone wall, puts his hand against it. He Hogwarts is right through that bad boy. Why yeah. Indiana Jones is through that. He, uh, uh, <laughs> what's another movie where they touch a thing and go through it? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Yeah. Uh, the Matrix, <laughs> but with the mirror and only kind of. Uh, <laughs> He just paints like a like a tunnel on it, like Wiley e. Coyote. Yeah, he goes right walks into do they it. Do that in the the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe at all? We'll count it. <laughs> count it. He, he walks into it like a wardrobe, and then you meet the fourth ghost, Wisdom. Which I didn't think there. What? That's I don't what, know, is man. That in the Bible. Wisdom is the bad cop. <laughs> she sits on a stone throne in an evil-looking cave. She seems a little more like justice to me. But. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. She gives the most nonsensical explanation of judging others that I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, what I is kind of zoned out. Because it's a, also the longest of his lectures. And then there's a mini Sophie's Choice. Yeah, yeah I like that. <laughs> He's like, you th- you judge people every day. That's what you do. You Even by their everyone. skin color. Yeah. By judging by, by their skin color, by how they're walking, by what kind of music they listen to, by who their favorite Indian, or who their favorite James Bond is, mm-hmm. by which episode of MASH is the best. That's right. Which Spider-Man they are. Which Spider-Man they are. Favorite Mystery Science Theater 3000 host. What about the Batmans? Oh, Mm. Gotta choose a Batman. (laughs) Uh, And she says, and you judge yourself the same way. (gasps) And you know who does all the judging on this earth? You! You humans do. God don't judge. And she's like... Okay, well, riddle me this, Batman. If you're so smart and good at judging, do you think the serial killer that killed your daughter should go to hell? And yes. he's like, Yeah, he's like, yeah. He's like, well, if it's so easy to judge, then what if you had to send one of your kids to hell? How about that? Which kid would it be? And then yeah. he, she materializes his two children and says, pick one to go to heaven and one to go to hell. Yeah, I saw Sophie's choice. She picked the girl. I don't want... And he says, I don't want it. She says, well, you got it. And he says, I don't want it. And he says, well, you have to pick one of your kids. And he says, well, why don't I just pick myself? She goes, you tricked me, you win. Yeah. <laughs> you got the right answer. Good work. No, what she's like, she's like, you know what that, you know what that, you know what you did just there? You got it. That's what God does. <laughs> yeah. That's a God move. That's one, 100% God. You did it. Nailed it out of the park. Dunked. Oh, then he gets a reward. Yeah, he gets his prize. 
He sees his daughter. There's they're apparently at Multnomah Falls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Standing in a cave behind the falls. He can see his daughter through the falls in a meadow. Yes. It, well, the, parallel to the wherever they are on turns, top of the mountain. It turns into a portal to heaven. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he looks through a waterfall. But only like a heaven. lens portal. He can't actually go through it. Yeah. Here's what heaven looks like. A big grass field. A multicultural group of little children are playing with Jesus in a grass field. What am I, what am I doing in there uh, if I go to heaven? They're not really playing. They're just kind of running around. Yeah, they're they running don't even have one of those big, big tarp things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Parachute uh, day. Parachute day, which would have been awesome. But yeah, it really just looks like an episode of Teletubbies without the Teletubbies. Yeah. And instead, Jesus is wandering around a bunch of children. Oh, and if you're wondering, the sun isn't a baby face. Not this time. Uh, I mean, we didn't see a real good close-up of uh, the sun, true. Daniel. <laughs> so weird. we don't know. You see that baby face up there. Uh, he sees Missy, who waves at him, and he's like, oh, good. And then, uh, and then with, he gets baptized. Yeah, and then he goes and stands in the waterfall. I guess hovering? I don't know. He's just washing that sin away. Yeah, it's all gone. He's getting a, ta- a little taste of heaven. And wisdom says, you did it. Good job. Now buddy. get out of here. Yeah, baptism now, is standing on the threshold between the mortal plane now, and heaven. Now go talk to one of the other people. You're yeah. almost you're almost going to get your weekend certificate. <laughs> uh, this is where Daniel yells, I, he better not be dry. <laughs> the scene cuts, he's totally dry. He sees J- Jesus down on the waterfront again. How come he didn't take his shoes off before getting into the waterfall? I don't know, maybe he's learned a lesson. <laughs> Nothing matters here anyway, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit? Uh, Him and Jesus go for a water jog. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, like, he's like, I gotta see God. And he runs out into the water, and Jesus is like, isn't it better if we go together? <laughs> and they have some fun. Good, good fun party yeah, time. But why? Because it's fun. Because they had a certain amount of budget for 3D animation, and they were going to spend every penny. Yeah. <laughs> it's all up on the screen. Uh, the next scene is the best scene because it's it? when all the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit say, "Now you're going to see things how we see them." Oh my God, that is the best scene. And they go up on a hill. And Wait, that's before <laughs> the unveiling of what Jesus has been making and his yes. shed. Yes. Okay, yeah. because Papa's still Lady. Papa, this Papa time. Don't, oh, you're right. Okay. Papa do preach. Yeah. <laughs> Papa do preach quite a bit. Uh, they say, now you will see the world as we see it. And they look out over a field and they see about uh, like 150 little colored people walking around. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it reminded me of like a scene from I think Poltergeist. Isn't there something like that in Poltergeist? There's some horror movie where you see these lighted up. Yeah, it's oh yeah, yeah. They see yeah. like the people trapped behind the portal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of gummy bear looking people off in the distance, and Papa's like, "These are all my children of all their different cultures and tribes." Yeah, they each of them is a different color. Because of their different emotions and personalities. Hey, who's that figure coming here? That orange figure coming towards us who yeah. looks like a gummy bear. Who's that one color that looks like none of the other colors that we have pictured here? And Sam Worthington says, oh, I'm going to go look at him. Here I go. Who could it be? Who His papa. Be? His dad. Yeah. The dad he murdered. Yeah. <laughs> His dad's like... I'm sorry. I fucked up. I did it. I, my bad. And yep. then he's like, I'm sorry that I murdered you. Is he? Does he say anything about no, it? No, he doesn't say anything. He, he says he's sorry. He well, yeah. I mean, they never say, I murdered you. But he <laughs> murdered him. He did. You know. Maybe his dad never knew and he didn't want to admit to it. He was like, it's a shame that you 
have that bad beer. <laughs> yeah, you had that one bad alcohol, and then huh. you just died. That's weird. Uh, he bumps into God again after this experience, and God says, for what you're going to do next, you need a father. Yeah, God is now no longer Octavia Spencer, but instead, uh, I believe, a Native American man. Yes. Yep. Graham Green. Graham Green. Okay. Who says, your daddy issues are done. Come with me. <laughs> now I'm your daddy again. Yeah, it's I'm Papa now. Uh, I was always Papa, but now I'm Papa Papa. <laughs> they uh, they go on a hike. They go on a nice nature hike together on the healing trail, as Papa calls it. Um, and they see a symbol on a rock that Mac recognizes as the symbol that he saw at the shack. The first time he was at the shack, when he was... The bad shack. Shack when he number was, one. Yeah, when yeah. he was looking at his... But, but not even the symbol from when he was there to kill his daughter's murderer but when he had to identify his daughter's body but not body yes and he sees it and he's like oh no not this and papa's like you gotta do it yeah and we're supposed to know what it is yes he's got but f- we don't <laughs> he's gotta forgive <laughs> the murderers and he says i'm not going to forgive him he's a bad guy and then there's a ladybug yeah, and he almost wants to squish it, but then he don't squish yeah, it. Yeah, a ladybug lands in his hands, but he lets it fly away. Well, uh, they couldn't actually show us who the actual killer is. Mm-mm. It's Kevin Spacey! It's his wife! It's Nicolas Cage. Tim oh McGraw! Gosh, it's so many people. <laughs> it was Tim McGraw, wasn't it? It was should probably, be Tim it McGraw. It was probably Kate. Yeah. She seems pretty guilty. It's true. She did run up onto the shore while... He was saving what's his butt, Josh. Mm. Tim McGraw had the uh, the the opportunity, though. What about that couple they made friends with? I know, yeah, right? Maybe it was his two daughters that disappeared, or the couple's daughters oh. that disappeared, and then came back it's, later. Yeah, they Slenderman thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ladybug forgiveness. It's then, all good. Then God, man, God says, "Male Papa." Male Papa says, "We're gonna go look at your daughter now." Except not really. They just go on a nature walk and they move a bunch of rocks back from a cave entrance and then go find it where his daughter's body is buried. Yeah, but mm-hmm. this is still in Fairyland, right? <laughs> um, I did some Wikipedia reading, and in the at this never gets resolved in the movie, but in the book. Uh, after all this is said and done, he leads uh, Sam Worthington leads the police to that same spot that he saw in this vision or whatever, <gasps> and fi- they find the actual body, and then they use that to put the, the little lady killer. In oh my god! But then, uh, so they knew who he was. They yeah. arrested him, I guess. Uh, well, I mean, there's probably a lot of forensic evidence where he left the body. Oh, yeah, yeah, he shouldn't have left that body there. Um. Yeah, he they wrap up the the Missy and he has a tearful walk carrying her back to the cabin and then Jesus shows him his present he built him. Look inside the the uh, wood shop. You know that awesome thing I've been making? Yeah, is it like a skateboard? <laughs> I mean, it's like a skateboard. It just doesn't have wheels and it's got like a lid on it. Skateboard to heaven. Spiritual yeah, skateboard. Yeah. I made a child's coffin, aka a spirit skateboard. That was that <laughs> It was the most beautiful thing in that movie, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, it looked great. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus it was, was the one good prop in that movie. <laughs> the problem is when you grow up, you just get a spirit minivan. Mm. And then he dunks that child into the casket. <laughs> yep. Boom. Swish. Oh, Two points. And remember that hole they dug earlier? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like three hours ago. Yeah. They slam dunked that coffin right in there. <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> Everyone. That's the shack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then... They covered up, oh, earlier in the movie, at the very beginning, 
Sam Worthington confronts Papa when he first gets there, and he starts to cry, and Sarayu comes oh, yeah. up and scoops his tears into a little vial. Does hey. that come back? It hey. sure does. Lady, God, whatever, stop touching my face. I just <laughs> met you. There's a bubble! <laughs> uh, when she pours his tears over the the grave and a bunch of flowers spread out and then a tree and then the tree grows up to full size and they and they like do that like crouchy thing and they sh- push their hands up into the sky <laughs> like it's Totoro uh. yeah that's right they do the Totoro dance and the trees sprout um, and what was then- that tree a metaphor for life Daniel. what does that mean but his daughter's dead the circle of life, Daniel. Oh, and Papa's male Papa's turned back into female Papa at this point. Oh, yeah. Well, because he doesn't need a father anymore. Because it's time for emotions. He needs a mom again? It's because yeah. they only paid Graham Greene for one scene. Scene over. Octavia Spencer back. Uh, and now all of well, his... This is a pretty low-budget movie. Yeah. <laughs> all their scenes are resolved. All his problems are resolved, I guess. And he wakes up. No. No. Is there more? No. Yeah, he gets hit by a truck. Oh, no, he wakes up first, because he has to drive home from yeah, the shack. He, he, he wakes, wakes up, up in, in the, the shack. shack. You're right. He, he wakes up, oh. yeah. He, he, it's not a dream, but it is all a dream. Huh. And he's uh, and he he looks out of the shack, and he says, Boy, what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas Day. Hey, what are you doing out here? <laughs> hey, why do you have a knife? It's <laughs> a ladybug pants. <laughs> Thank you for here. forgiving me. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, and then he gets in his friend's truck to bri- drive home. And earlier in the movie, when he was driving to the shack, he almost got hit by a truck. And now driving home, he almost gets hit by a truck. But he gets hit by a truck. Yeah. Cut to sometime later. He's in a hospital. And apparently he did get hit by a truck the first time he got hit by a truck. Yeah. Or did he? He never went to the shack. Yeah. So going to the shack was a vision. And in that vision, he had another vision. Yes. And, and then... In- he saw a mirror vision of what actually happened because he's heading the d- opposite direction he was. Is that mm-hmm. like an optical illusion, like a magic eye, or <laughs> kind of feels that way? Or well, it's like when you look at a magic eye, but you cross your eyes instead of spreading them apart or whatever, and, <laughs> and fall asleep inverted. and hit your head on the sidewalk. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, too many magic eyes and woke up in the hospital. <laughs> he wakes up in the hospital, and Tim McGraw's there. He Tim McGraw of all people meets him first in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I saw God." Tim McGraw's like, "You're you're an idiot. I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah, your family's here. And then the uh, family comes in, and he has his moment. Oh, with- uh, earlier in the movie, someone told him that Kate felt guilty because she killed yeah, her God sister. Did. Yeah, one of them did. One of the At dinner, I think. One of the three gods was like, "Hey, yeah, your daughter. She's wearing black, and she shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. It's not just a phase." Yeah, when they're drinking their bug juice around the around the dinner table or whatever. <laughs> Mystery. They're all eating dinner together, him and the Holy Ghost and whatnot. And, and I, he's like, oh my God, this is the best dinner. And I was oh. staring at the screen trying to be like, what are they eating? There's nothing on their plates. The only thing is Sarayu has a bowl of grapes in front of her. It's like The Bachelor. Not actually allowed to eat. Yeah. Yeah, all you can do is drink booze. Yeah. Um, and be racist, apparently. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> this, this season of The Bachelor is taking a dark turn. Oh, Come I'm on. glad I don't watch it. It was really bolstered by some some other things happening in Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> yeah, I heard we should that. not. No, this is no, not the podcast no, for no. that. Hey, and we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> uh, he wakes up. Tim McGraw's there. Then his family's there. He talks to each of them about like, honey, I saw God. Uh, let me talk to Kate. And he's like, Kate, it's not your fault. She not died. you, man. Not you. you. Didn't do it. 
It's like, but I stood up and I was waving the paddle around and that made the boat tip over and made Missy get murdered. You're being dumb. That's not your fault. Oh. Kate, it's not your fault that you don't understand boat safety 101. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'm happy now. We did it. Problem solved. Uh, and then they're a happy family again and they go camping back to that exact same spot. Yeah. And they catch some fish. And I was really hoping they would pan over so he could see God one more time. They don't. Uh, he does go to church, and now he loves it. Does he? He looked a little he looks the same. bored. Sam Worthington always looks bored. <laughs> he does the thing you do in church where you kind of mouth along with all the singing that's happening. Yeah, know? I don't want to sing. Mm. And he's looking at the stained glass, and like Octavia Spencer God is an old man with a white beard, and Jesus God is like not, oh he does not look like the Jesus God that we met, and then Holy Spirit God is just like a dove. <laughs> he just looks at a dove and is like, huh. I met that one, I met that one. <laughs> That one looked different, but I met it. <laughs> uh, and then the movie ends. The, the end. end. The, the end. With arms wide open. <laughs> Under the shack light. <laughs> Was Mac... Is there any significance that Mac's name rhymes with shack? <laughs> the Mac... Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good. I think it's, it was short for that Mackenzie, I think. Yeah. But they called him Mackenzie the whole time. Yeah. Did. Yeah, only uh, like all the. No, like his family called him Mac. Shackenzie. <laughs> there it is. The Shack. Uh, <clears throat> in the book, they specifically say no one calls him Mackenzie. Oh, oh interesting. Mm. Except for God. Except for God. The gods. God only gets a copy of your birth certificate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, God's just really formal. So how'd you, guys, uh, how'd you guys like this movie? Pretty great, huh? Boring. <laughs> well, I made it through the whole thing, which I can't say about the book. True. I feel like it was, it was only two hours. less offensive than other movies we've watched. It was yes. less offensive than the book. That's, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I would say it was less offensive and less boring than many of the movies we've watched. Well, there's so much just oh, sitting around talking. Oh, that makes me feel sad for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, yeah watching well. movies more boring than that. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> uh, it is... It would have been fine if it were 40 minutes less time. If it were an hour and a half, I'd be like, woo, that was great. Yeah, I feel good. This baby belongs on the Hallmark Channel. This baby belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind a Hallmark Channel movie, though. Uh, it, you know, in certain moods. Yeah. I say you, you cut down the two to three days of hanging out. How about the holy duology? They could just yeah. talk faster. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They talked real slow. We've prepared a PowerPoint for you. <laughs> I, I am confused as to why they cast Sam Worthington, who has no expressions and is doing his best job at an American accent through this movie. He... Couldn't have been... There's got to be cheaper actors. You put anybody in that role. I think it was because he was probably the... He was right on the line of cheap and famous. He's going to pop any day now. Oops. Yeah, or like, you know, he's already popped. I mean, he's yeah. not going to have... He's not going to be anything. I mean, he's a terrible I, actor. I mean, I guess he'll probably be in Avatar 2 through 7 or yeah. whatever. Maybe, maybe not, though. If maybe they'll just make dump him. <laughs> uh, he... Even when it shows the before times, before anyone was kidnapped and murdered, and it shows him being all happy and stuff, or happy in air quotes. Yeah, not Jesus happy, but... He's in a happy situation. But he's yeah. still a 
distant weirdo just staring off into space and not actually engaging with anyone. He kind of gets happy at the end, but they really wrap it up quick, so we don't have to see him happy too long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he doesn't get happy. They just say he's... The narrator yeah. says yeah. he's happy. Look how happy he is. <laughs> he's wearing a tie now. He's so much happier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a it's somewhat a moral movie where they're trying to teach you a lesson, and to do that, he has to be the biggest dope in the world. So he basically is just like... I'm sad. I don't get it. I still don't get it. Yeah. I need like four or five more people to explain it to me. For someone who's been going to church for... His entire life. Or at least the length of his children's lives or his marriage. Well, he was at church when he was a child, too. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, theoretically, he murdered his father and then stopped going to church until he got <laughs> married, right? I Hell mean, yeah. that's possible. I mean, his mother committed suicide or whatever, right? And then he murdered his father? I couldn't tell. It's hard to tell what happened to his mom. I don't know what happened to his mom. She died. <laughs> Probably. Either way, either way, he's been going to church for at least every Sunday for at least the length of his son's life, right? Yeah. So I feel like he would have learned these lessons by now. He did Because it's pretty much what they repeat ad nauseum when I went to church. Well, he seems very surprised that Jesus walks on water. <laughs> he does. He's yeah. surprised by what? One of the things that confused me about the book was that he gets this letter from God and he easily believes it's from God. That's not what happened in the movie. In the movie, his friend tells him it could be from God. In the book, he decides it's either the murderer or God. And he's willing to believe that. But then when he goes there and the shack turns into Eden. a place where God is, yeah. he's, hanging out. he's like totally unbelieving. <laughs> What's- Wait a minute. You, you believed God sent you a letter but you can't believe he does a miracle and makes a shack look pretty look now i know god can write letters <laughs> but making a shack look all pretty no way it's we've way all heard we've all heard the fable of god's typewriter <laughs> <laughs> there's a thing in movies in media in general where god's weird. typewriter what? That really was typed on a typewriter too yeah, yeah, yeah. it was god magic that note Uh, (laughs) there's a thing in books and movies sometimes where it feels like to me that this is like a NaNoWriMo thing where you could where somebody who was writing this wrote it from the start without planning it so there's stuff that is introduced or ideas that are introduced early that don't tie into what happens by the end like murdering his father well before that I'm thinking this movie would make 10,000% more sense if he was not a religious man and all of this stuff was surprising to him. Because yeah. if he's a Christian, even like a lapsed Christian, when the God shows up and is like, look at all these gummy, gummy bear people hanging out in a field, he's not like, That's nonsense. that is not at all what I understood. Hold on a second. Let me get my Bible out. He's just like, oh, yeah, neat. That's funny. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> He seems to have no concept of what any of this stuff is yeah. or whether it matches his belief system or not. He's just like, well, I'll take it at face value. <laughs> also, why is this even tied to Christianity? Because the belief system that they present is very agnostic <laughs> it feels it, it feels to me very much like a youth pastor being like, you know what? I really love Jesus, but we got to get the kids into it these days. What do they love? They love auras. They love hey. They love Jesus as an old white dude. They love Neil Young. They love Neil Young and kids love Neil Young. 
They love Octavia Spencer. I mean, I'm going to see Hidden Figures. Yeah. Uh, they love... And it really feels like it's this kind of like new age... Uh, I do transcendental meditation, but I mm-hmm. also attend my, my, my church every Sunday. Yeah. Sort of like youth pastor. Hey guys, you want to just chill out around the fire and play the guitar a little bit? Mm-hmm. Hey, no pressure here. We're just having a good time. Who wants to play Mario Kart? Who wants to play Mario Kart? In Mario Kart? Mario Kart? <laughs> hey, let's talk while we play Mario Kart. Yeah. Hey, no pressure. Hey, Daniel, uh, you want to chat? You want to do some dishes real quick? I want to talk to you real quick. <laughs> do you believe in Jesus? Uh, I remember when I went to that youth group one time. I've probably told this story on the podcast before. And like the very first thing was some other teenager was like, hey, I'm doing a quiz for one of my classes. Do you want to take it? I'm like, yeah, sure. And he's like, okay, so how long ago was the Grand Canyon in, you know, created? And I was like, I don't know, a million years? Wrong, 3,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Sweet. <laughs> Thanks for <Nice>. the quiz. <laughs> w- what score did I get? <laughs> I think I got zero out of one. Uh, you got oh, hell. So- <laughs> sorry. Whoops. Yeah, I used to go to, I used to just go to whatever I got invited to, I guess, mm-hmm. because I went to, I can't even remember what it was called, but it's like some mega churches, like, oh. everyone just come over, we're gonna stay up all night, it's gonna be super fun, we're gonna play video games and all sorts of stuff, and it's like, yeah, it sounds fun, we did all of it, and at a certain point, they do rope everyone into the music room. At a certain point, they gotta get to that time share presentation. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. And I remember they specifically said that believing in Jesus is like being in the Matrix and seeing the code <gasps> revealed oh, that's for the first awesome. time. Yeah. You, you can see the code. Daniel, I believed in Jesus for so long, I don't even see the code anymore. Whoa. I just, just, see just redhead blonde. <laughs> <sighs> What do you guys think the moral of this movie is? God's awesome. Yeah, anything bad is actually good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if something bad happens, it's because actually good things. How do they actually justify the, like, if you think something's bad, it's not actually bad? I'm trying to remember the logic behind she that. She does say, so they have two things I do remember specifically. One is, this is a poison root, but when you combine it with this beautiful flower, it makes an antidote. Lily of the Valley. And <laughs> your flower, yes, my yes. first flower. And at one point, when he's confronting Papa, and he's like, "All this bad stuff happened, and my daughter died, and how could you have that happen?" She's like, "You just don't see the full picture." Well, and the whole, the whole judgy thing is very much like a judgy thing's very weird. That's the weirdest part to me. She shows it, him scenes of a terrorist. Yeah, it was. It's very much like a. Hey, you're all fucking evil. Don't 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 worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> you're all evil and you're all good simultaneously. Hey man. It's 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 Schrodinger's Yeah. serial killer. Well, he's simultaneously, you know, a serial killer, but also like I just listened to that Ed Gein podcast. He didn't seem like he had a very nice life. <laughs> oh yeah, she does Wisdom does show him scenes of his dad being beaten as a child and was like and the serial killer also and, and the serial oh, yeah, killer and he's like would you judge that child and he's like no and he's like actually it was your dad <laughs> pranked yeah gotcha punked he's actually a good guy when you think about it someone you didn't just judge you killed <laughs> uh, also the holy spirit shows up and says yeah, everyone develops their own value system, what they think is good and bad, and then their neighbors develop theirs, and then when your two goods don't line up, everyone fights. Ah, that's terrible. <laughs> Why are we fighting? But when I think of Christianity specifically, I mean, that's like 
an attempt to define what is actually good and bad, right? So yeah. why is this movie just trying to be like, yeah, whatever, man. Hey. It's, it's cool. I mean, it's this. It's like this new agey Christianity. It's this mm. new agey. I'm Christian without the church, and but yet at the end he's had to go to church without the church plus healing crystals, plus healing crystals. Yeah, <laughs> man, vials full of tears. Yeah, put that opal in my belly button. Mm. <laughs> oh no, that's just yeah. Steven Universe, Daniel. In the book, at the point about the point that I gave up on it, <laughs> threw it uh, across the room. There was a God was giving a long speech about independence <clears throat> and how that's the thing that uh, is what America is a problem. That's what oh. that's what our problem is. Uh, is our is that we all want to be independent? That from oh my <laughs> gosh! It's just Avengers One. It's Loki. Oh yeah! Oh, oh. To kneel, <laughs> yeah. Captain America is going to come in here and be like, "Last time I was in heaven and saw an Octavia Spencer standing above everyone else, she and I disagreed." Uh, <laughs> then the uh, Hulk smashes God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my ending! <laughs> uh, all right, you guys want to do the test? test? Yeah, let's do it. All right, the Bechdel Wallace test. Are there two named female characters in this movie? Yes. yes. Do they ever speak to each other? Not really. The two daughters. I don't think so. Oh, the two daughters. Do they speak to each other? I don't think, I think they do, man. I don't man. remember them speaking to each other. They're on the Does car the right the over. mom yes. ever speak with her daughters? I don't think so. Nope. There She's, are like, wow. There's the, like they're in the same room characters. together many times. Well, and Sarayu and Octavius and, yeah, Spencer and Papa. And they, Papa. Don't, they don't talk to but each other. They don't other. talk to each other. And all of them only talk about Mac. Mac. Yeah. That's the only character who has any meaning on this story. Oh, this is a very patriarch centered story. Oh my god! Like, is everything it? is like my children. <laughs> yeah, I have to feed my children. The, the wife of this man has no bearing on the story, and her daughter died. Like, her kid died, too, under yeah. his watch. Oh, yeah, and also at the very end of the movie, she looks at him and goes, I believe you. Yeah. Thank uh, you. <laughs> I just want to just pop this out there, because I have to. That actress is Rada Mitchell, who you might know from Pitch Black. Uh, and, oh, she's great in Pitch Black. And uh, Silent Hill. <gasps> oh, she's great in Silent Hill, and I really and I really like her as a B movie sci fi actor. And I feel bad that she's in this movie. Yeah, she is a waste. She's wasted. Octavia Spencer's wasted. Sam Worthington's right. This is right. What you do? I think Octavia Spencer's actually wasted because there was that one scene where she had the sunglasses on, <laughs> where she looked. Oh like yeah, <laughs> she looked stoned as hell. Uh, I read on I think IMDb that Octavia Spencer is an evangelical Christian, so she probably did this movie on the cheap because she really wanted to do mm. it. Uh, the racial Bechdel test. Are there two people of color in this movie? At least yes. two? Yes. There are four. Yeah. At least. At least four. Do they With, ever speak to each other? Jesus, Sarayu, and, and Papa. Oh, yeah, and, both male Papa and Lady Papa. Oh, yeah, there's five. <laughs> yeah. All of them mystical. <laughs> they all have magical power. Now, are there any non-mystical people of color in this movie? Well, I mean, they are in Oregon. <laughs> Tim McGraw. No, wait. Do any of them ever talk to each other? No. Yeah, they do. Don't do they, they talk to each other? Or do they just talk to Mac the whole time? Everybody just talks to Mac. Yeah. There's a couple scenes where they're all in the room together. But, but they'll I... just talk to Matt, ask him questions about his family, they ask him how Kate's doing. Okay, how about this? Is there a single line of dialogue by another character that isn't Mac directed to anyone but Mac? Um <laughs> No. No, wait. There is the 
Nurse tells Tim McGraw, I'm going to go get the doctor (laughs) 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 to take care of Mac. Wow. Uh, Have I ever seen any other movie where... Everyone only talks to one. Where that would all be the hard. Hundreds of other characters only speak to one character. I'll also say, in the terms of this movie, if any of the Holy Trinity talk to each other, does that really count? Yeah, oh, that's they're the fair. same person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's got to be at some point. Rada Mitchell asks one of her children to like, "Could you close the door? Clean your room." <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I don't know if there is. She, oh, there's like a beginning thing where they're like getting ready or something, and but they're talking about Sam Worthington. Yes. Yeah, and Sam Worthington is talking to his wife about their children, but I don't know if they're talking to their children. Well, let me ask you a question. In the book, do any two characters aside from talk to each other? Mm. <laughs> mm. In a book full yes. of characters, well, they interact. The the okay. Trinity interacts with each other, and he observes them in the book. So yeah, they speak to each other with you know he's observing them. That's so crazy when you think about it, because like his daughter is abducted. He talks to a guy. The guy gets his daughters. They call the police. The police talk to him. Nobody ever talks to anyone. They're just all in the a room. one police officer does talk to the other police officer while he's eavesdropping, being like, well, I could have taken her to the lake or to the mountains. Oh. I remember that. Listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, of course, are there any LGBTQ characters? No, no, no. No, probably no, not. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, no, maybe no. Papa and Sarayu, they do do the little dance. Well, they're the same character. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't true. count. I guess that doesn't count. Uh... Yeah, nope. It fails. All three. It's a rare ultra fail. Well, it's especially rare because there are so many female characters in it. And people of color. Yes. But still, no. <laughs> huh. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it falls under Aloha it's in terms like of were passing the test. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Should we rewrite this bad boy? We got to, I think I know where the third act starts. I think the third act starts. When, after he makes it through Wisdom's tests, yeah. and he falls asleep, because then he wakes up and it's Man-Papa, and they're going to go on their adventure. That's the third act. Yeah. Okay, Man-Papa. It's now Man-Papa. But it, after uh, Gummy Bear People. Yes. Okay. After Gummy Bear People, after the Waterfall Party. Okay. Ready? Let's You're do it. One, two, three. Break! Break. Hey, welcome back. We are done. We have written our endings. Yes. All right. Who's is going to re- prevail? Let's all count off. I'm one. Two. Three. Well, I guess I'll be four. It's one. It's oh. me. Okay. It's me. All right. So when we left off, the third act. Wait, uh, let, me, wait let me prep. Ready. <sighs> okay, I'm good. Um, Sam Worthington saw all the gummy bear people and forgave his dad. He goes back to sleep, uh, and then he wakes up the next morning, and there is an elderly native man. He says, I'm Papa. You've dealt with your daddy issues. Here, have a cup of coffee. We're going to go on a little hike on the healing trail. Mm. And Sam, Sam Worthington, Max says, okay, let me go get my coat. And they go head up on the healing trail, and they go for a walk. And like in the movie we watched, uh, they have their their confrontation, and Male Papa says, "Hey, 
I need you to forgive the killer. And he, Max says, I don't want to, and cries a little bit. But then he comes around and he says, I'm not going to squish this ladybug. They go, great. The male papa says, good. You've finally come around. You've forgiven your demons. There's just one last thing we need to do. Come with me. You know what it is. And Max like, I don't want to do this. Come with me. You know, it's it's the last step on your recovery. Uh, and they take him through the little tunnel. And there behind the cave is all the characters you've seen before. It's the Trinity. It's, Ma, it's female papa and male papa. Mm. And all the gummy bear people from earlier and wisdom and Jesus is there and he unveils his uh, thing he's been working on, a giant altar in the shape of a ladybug. Mm. And, they, and he, uh, male papa says, we are ready to welcome you into the fold of our glorious new religion. Now it is time for your final rite. As Abraham sacrificed Isaac, we have brought your children here and you must kill them. <laughs> And Sarayu comes over with her two scythes and says, here, take one of my implements and cut down your children. Uh, and Mac thinks about it and says, you know, I, you know, he says, I, you know, I don't want to kill my children. Like, well, Papa says to, to Mac, you know, this, this whole time, uh, we have been grooming you for, for our glorious new religion. Uh, we, we take children from their parents and raise them in this new, anything bad is actually good (laughs) version of Christianity. Uh, and Soraya says, yes, can't you tell we've been feeding you our hallucinogenic plants we grow in our, in our mandala garden this whole time. And that's when Max says, I know I've been taking the antidote and out of his jacket. He's got the gun and he starts blasting away. (laughs) He only got six shots, though. (laughs) He shoots uh, Jesus to death and (laughs) Sarayu and male Papa, but not before Sarayu cuts him with his scythe and uh, original Papa, female Papa, grabs Josh and one of the scythes and drags him into the forest and all the gummy bear people flee. Uh Mac chases him into the forest. We get a very scary horror movie chase through the through the woods. We see the uh, the good cabin they're partying at, and then they run through, and there's actually the bad shack. Um, they're two different shacks. Yeah, in my yes. <laughs> clearly two yes. different shacks. Yes. Yes. Up in the snow, and he kicks the door in, and there's female Papa, and she's got her scythe around uh, Josh's neck, and he's a, you know, we thought you were going to be a good disciple. You were almost there. And just then he, he, he tries to fire and his gun misfires and the bullet doesn't go off. And Papa goes, ha, 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 I've got you right where I want you. You, you fool, you should have joined us. And just then, oh, no, I forgot something very important to my ending. It's not Josh that's kidnapped. It's Kate. Mm. Because, of course, ah, it's Kate. Yeah. Because, She's the sad one. Yes. Because, of course, because that's the ending of Face Off. But also, <laughs> just then, as this gun misfires, Kate realizes there's an oar on the ground. And she picks it up and does her classic oar lifting move, knocking female Papa to the ground. And they run out of the shack, just as lightning strikes the shack for some reason. I don't know. Divine Providence. And it burns down and everybody dies. And Mac escapes... Uh, he saves his family. The FBI arrests the surviving members of the cult. Uh, and Mac devotes his life to hunting down the rest of the ladybug uh, killers for the sequel. Nice. The end. <laughs> I call that uh, true shack detective. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I hate to say it, but ours are similar. Yes. So I got to make some last minute changes. <laughs> All right. Uh, one. Daniel, you're two. Okay. Three. Michael, you're three. This is six. It's Michael. All right. Okay. 
Uh, just like Jacob has uh, seen, uh, has said, mm-hmm. Mac has seen the gummy bears. Uh, he's like, those clear ones are pineapple. That's a little known fact. Uh, but I'm going to go to sleep now. And he, when he wakes up, it's not an elderly uh, Native American man to uh, greet him, but instead a very young brunette woman <gasps> in Victorian dress. Oh. And she says, yes, I am still Papa, but I thought you might need a daughter for this. Oh. Let's go on the healing trail. <laughs> Uh, so they, 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 they exit their cabin and they begin walking and they come to a big door and Mac walks up and I can't, I can't open it. It, It's locked. And she (gasps) says, one second, I'll help. And she reaches down and takes out a bobby pin from her hair and starts picking that lock until finally springs open. And she's like, okay, please come through. And they're walking and they're walking up the trail and the young woman, Papa, the young, young Papa says, Mac, stop! I found this. You might need this. And throws it to him from across the room. Says, Mac, catch! <gasps> it's a couple. It's some some money. Who knows why you'd need it, but... Okay. Mm-hmm. You know. It's what, it's, it's, it's what Papa does. <laughs> uh, and they end up in a, in a cave system. And uh, Papa says... The young, the young woman, Papa says, Mac, you're going to have to do the hardest thing you've ever done before. Uh. And he sees the mark of that ladybug killer, and he says, No! Never! I cannot! Not once! (laughs) And she says, No, you have to face the killer and forgive him. (gasps) It's what you must do. Here, look into this pool, this mirrored pool, and you will see him as he lives today. And he looks into the pool, and there's a masked figure, just hideous. Oh, no! he's freaking out, and it's like that scene in the boat where the tar is coming up and he punches down at the masked figure and <laughs> and it actually like somehow makes contact and the masked figure reacts in some reacts, way <laughs> gets hit and it gets knocked back Ouch. and his mask falls off <laughs> my mask his mask falls off and who is it smoking <laughs> who, who is it it's underneath Kate. that it's mask no it's not Smack, but with a big old beard uh. and a scar. Oh no, uh. evil Mac! And you just hear from behind him, the young woman say, "There's always a man, and there's always a shack." Uh. Oh no! <laughs> and everything cuts and goes to black. And the two figures now suddenly are standing in a wheat field in a storm, watching a young man get beat. And she's like, "This is where it all started. This is it." This is where one man entered and two men left. Oh, no. One is Mac, the man that stands before me. The Mac who goes on to become father to Josh and Missy and whatever the third one's called. Kate. Kate. <laughs> Kate with the oar. And the other one, well, he he doesn't poison his father hmm. and instead goes on to take those beatings over and over and over again until he becomes the twisted figure you saw before you oh no and it happens over and over and over again throughout time and we start cutting to uh to, and the universe has been trying to repair this and we start cutting to he slips on the he see we, we see mac slip on the driveway and he's bleeding out he keeps trying to repair it he gets in a car accident and dies he keeps trying to repair it he gets killed getting beaten by this by this belt And over and over again, he shoots himself in the face. Over and over again, we see Mac dying. And somehow, he just will not die. (gasps) And finally, Papa says, 
and it's time that we ended this right now. And it cuts, and suddenly, Max on the tree, strapped to it, and his father's beating him. But this time, it's not his father. It's it's Octavia Spencer, Papa. It's Sarayu. It's Jesus. It's wow. young Papa. And they're like, this is it. We have to end it here. And finally, Mac dies. It's a real butterfly effect. And everyone starts disappearing. And that's how the movie ends. Oh, oh. it makes you think as much. Yeah. And that 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 ending is called Bioshock. And yep, <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> Old Mackie Comstock. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, you want to be evens or odds, Mom? I'll be evens. I'll All be right. odds. All right, here we go. It's odds. odds. Ooh, you're gonna go last. I'm being last. Ooh. Okay. I stole your ending. Yeah, you did. But I gave you I gave you some one ups. You know, I give you some some yeah. boosts. Uh, all right. So. We see everyone's getting ready for night-night again. Octavia Spencer says, you're going to need a father for this. You're going to need a father for this. You're going to need a father for this. He fades into darkness. He wakes up with a start in the morning. Everything is normal, or so it seems. He goes out into the kitchen. Octavia Spencer is preparing breakfast. He notices over her shoulder that she's got a a little plastic bag full of something. Mm. What is that? says, I used to be a deadhead. I know what that is. <laughs> Them there are mantrams. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, no. She's she's doing something funky. She sits down, puts the food in front of him. No one else is at the table yet. He swaps his plate with Jesus's. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. Uh, so they all have uh, a nice breakfast, um, and they start having a conversation. Now is when they have the forgiveness talk. They're like, look, we've really enjoyed our time together, but we need you to do something. We need you to forgive your daughter's killer. Only then can you find salvation. He's like, I'm not sure I'm ready to do that. And like, you need to do it. Look, you can take off and be dissatisfied for your life, or you can forgive him and live with us forever in our heavenly kingdom. He's like, I'm not so sure. Jesus starts getting a little loopy. (laughs) Something (laughs) seems wrong with Jesus. He starts seeing stuff, acting weird. Something is clearly not right. He says, "Um, um, um, I'm going to go for a walk. Let me think this over. And they say, hey, fair is fair. Do what you will. He uh, stumbles back out. He starts wandering around the campus that they have there. He goes back to the scary cave where wisdom was. He goes back in, but it's empty. What does he see in there? Instead, he sees a bunch of kids. A whole bunch of kids. <gasps> no. They're all piled up. That wasn't a waterfall he was looking through. That was just a crack, and he was tripping balls. <laughs> he says, kids, what are you doing here? And they say, what are you doing here? And one girl runs out. It's his daughter still alive. He's like, dad, what are you doing here? I thought you died. <sighs> and he's like, no, what, what were you kidnapped? Were you taken up here? It's like, yeah, we're, we're all going to go to heaven together. He's oh, like, no, not on my watch. Well, you're not we're gonna- all going to hell. <laughs> go to hell, Missy. You're not, you're not going to kill God. Are you? And like, no, uh, we're just going to leave. He's like, okay, well, uh, not too long from now, we're all going to get on the school bus and go to heaven. He says school bus. And she says, yeah, she pulls a tarp off what looks like a rock, but it's actually a school bus chained up in this cave. He's <sighs> like, I got to get the keys for this thing. So he goes back in, he goes back into the shack. He says, everyone wait here, get ready on that school bus <laughs> any second now. Yeah, he goes back to the the good shack on his way. He passes the bad shack because obviously there's two shacks. Yeah. Every, okay. We're Clearly, all good on that one. Yeah. Clearly there's two shacks. One's by a lake and one's not by a lake. 
Uh, I won't go into details, but he has a very tense conversation with everyone in the shack while he nonchalantly tries to look around for bus keys. Uh, uh-huh. Ooh, I like this. Yeah. It's getting tense. It, it's a very it's, Quint- like the- it's a Quentin Tarantino type thing. You know, you must you must try the creme. <laughs> Is it like that scene in Get Out where he's like, yeah. where's the keys? Give me the keys. Oh, I haven't seen Get Out. I still oh, no. Oh, I know. Damn. There's a scene about oh, keys. No. Okay, it's that. Very exciting. Uh, he needs to get the keys, and at a certain point, Octavia Spencer walks out and says, looking for these. Yep, that's it. It's on! This is it, everybody. Uh, a full-on fistfight ensues. Jesus almost gets his pin, but Jesus starts chasing a butterfly that he sees because he's on <laughs> drugs. He gets out, he scrambles, he runs back to the cave as everyone else chases him, the three other people, as they explain their plan. <laughs> hey, by the way, while you're getting out of here, i got to tell you what happened! Yeah, like, you were supposed to forgive us! Then you could be one with us! You could have been the fourth part of the Trinity! Uh, the he, tetralogy? Yeah. <laughs> He runs in the cave. He had to grab the keys out of Octavia Spencer's hand earlier. He gets yeah. in the bus, starts driving away. All the kids get on it. Uh, a uh, fantastical car chase ensues as all the deities get on their motorcycles and chase him. Yes. Uh, they they have guns. They start shooting at him. It looks like he's almost done when old Keith Urban comes up and says, you stole my truck, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it would be funny if it were Keith Urban, though, because he's also Australian. <laughs> oh, no. good eye, mate. Uh, uh, good eye, mate. We're both Americans. <laughs> Uh, they have a wonderful fight where they work together as pals to Aww. run these motorcycles into trees, like in mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. Love it. Uh, they get away and survive. Uh, cut to darkness, fade back up. You see him running with his even bigger, or hanging out with his even bigger family now. It's him and like 30 kids. <laughs> All the heaven kids are his now. Heck yeah. And he couldn't be happier. And you know what? They go to Unitarian Church at the end of it. <laughs> the end? The end! The end. <laughs> what do you call that ending? Oh, uh, Blade Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mom. Oh, it's my turn. It's your turn. Woo! All right. Well, All right, here, here we go. go. This will be short. Great. So you, Graham, Graham Green wakes him up. Mm-hmm. And he says, let's go for a walk on the healing trail. And they walk and walk and they get in. They uh, walk over to Tim McGraw's truck and they get in it oh. and they drive and drive and drive. And they end up at a strip club and they, have some, they have some fun times at the strip club. And Papa mm-hmm. says, it's great. It's fine. Everything's everything's good. You really don't want a mama for that, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you got to have your dad. To be fair, though, I don't think I want a papa for that either. <laughs> yeah. So then they then they drive some more and they go to a bar. They get drunk. And Papa says, it's OK. It's OK. Everything's great. Everything's great. Everything's good, right? Everything's good. Okay. Then they uh, drive drive some more. Bar. (laughs) (laughs) It does sound like Oregon. Well, they had to do two things. Okay. Then they went to the poker game. Then they went. Oh, I didn't get to the poker game yet, did I? Oh no, not yet. Then they go to a poker game, and he loses all his money and the (gasps) deed to his house. And Papa says, "Oh no, okay." Everything is good, right? All everything that's bad sure. is good. All everything no. that's good is bad. That's, uh, <laughs> very that's true. Bad is good. Um, so it, it's fine. And so they um, they keep they drive some more, and they drive into the city. And Papa buys some heroin, and he says it's fine. They drive over to the uh, opium den. They lie down. They smoke some opium. <laughs> 
Papa makes some rude remarks to a prostitute <laughs> um, and tells her she's not as good as the other prostitute. Oh, no. Oh, and then he starts to go into convulsions. Oh, jeez. And he turns back into Octavia Spencer. <laughs> oh, like, oh, that is not what I expected, actually. Oh, I don't know what's going on. And she uh, poisons herself. And then she uh, takes a potion, turns back into Graham Greene. Whoa. I just thought it was a coincidence. I did not expect this is where it was yeah. going. <laughs> she, she takes some strychnine. She turns back into Graham Greene, and Graham Greene gets angry. He starts to strangle Papa, but then he dies from the poison, <laughs> and that's the end. Oh. Hey, all right. Ah. <laughs> Yay. What do you call that ending? I call it Lady Papa and Dr. Papa. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, all right. Woo. Well, guys, uh, we should do a little plug-in, I think. First of all, you can write us an email, thirdactsaviors at gmail.com. Also, you can tweet at us, thirdactsaviors. I mean, at simple thirdactsaviors. On the the tweeters. Michael, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I mean, always check out uh, my other podcast, Sidekicks Pod, also with Daniel. Uh, we'll be watching Spider-Man by the time this episode airs. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure we will love it. Uh, Daniel, what about you? Uh, listen to Sidekicks Podcast and write us an email. Yeah. Say what's up. Hey, Mom. Mommyo. Yeah? What do you got to plug? I got a one thing. Yeah, what's that thing? It's that Decades podcast that we do. Oh, yeah. Uh, We are just about done with season one, Mm -hmm. and we are anxious to start season two. Yeah, we're going to start recording that soon. We have two episodes left to release from season one. I believe so. Including the Michael episode. I'm coming up I believe it's up next. Yeah. And I really don't have anything to plug except that. So I'm going to say, do listen to the Decades podcast. Go look at us on facebook which links to everything else yeah that's all that's what i got boys love it sweet what is the next movie we're gonna watch it is my choice and boy am i treating you guys yeah we're gonna watch the bye-bye man i'm excited about that mike made us watch the trailer i made yeah i made daniel and deb watch the trailer jacob was not oh i've seen the trailer i'm psyched for it it's It's probably 90 minutes long tops (laughs) hopefully (laughs) there's a woman that looks at you and a worm comes out of her eye (laughs) a worm comes out of her eye (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're we've got a few on the docket i think and a couple of guests Semi lined up. It sounds yeah, like. Yeah, there's some guests who we've talked to who might be uh, coming on board. Who? Just uh, <laughs> Sidekicks Pod alum Caroline. Has oh said yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd be interested. And uh, Sidekicks alum Stanley. Stanley Crescendo. Our Stanley. Stanley <laughs> Crescendo. Uh, the man who helped us uh, sound engineer our first podcasts. Yeah, yeah that sick uh, bassist of friend of yours. That yeah. sick. He's he does all sorts of instruments. He does. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on, Mom. Yeah, thank you. No problem. It was <laughs> Was it a problem? I don't know. From that. Um, and we hope- Deb made us cocktails. Oh, and yeah. They were delicious, and Daniel spilled his all over all of the equipment. <laughs> I set it down on the table and immediately karate chopped it <laughs> all over the place. But so- nothing caught on fire, so. Yeah. It's just all very sticky. What was that cocktail, by the way? You should name it. I did name it. What was it? <laughs> I named it the Miss Firecracker. Oh, that was the Miss Firecracker. That was a Miss Firecracker. I embedded it last weekend because I wanted to sous vide something. Yes. So I sous vide some watermelon juice, lemon juice, gin, mm-hmm. mint, 
It's good. And aromatic bitters. Kind of yeah. savory. The amount I recovered was very good. When <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a misfire on Daniel's yes, part. Yes, it was. So. It's lived up to its name. Uh, do we have anything else for this show? I can't think of anything. I, I think that's it. I think we just walk away from the microphones now. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 I love you. Bye. 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 Did you go to Did you go to church? Did you go to Jesus camp? We didn't. Did. We, we didn't bring take you to church. What are you talking about? When I stayed with Grandma, well, sure, Grandma took you. To <laughs> yeah, church. I went to some church camps. Oh, what's mm-hmm. that? The, the microphones can't hear. Did it. we get a message, <laughs> <laughs> Daniel? You got a friend? Maybe it was from computer. yeah. Was Windows from God. Oh no, it's restarting. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna turn off the noises. You distractible. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It was his Lord and Savior Windows saying, "Please update." <laughs>